to all of here is to go through some of the basic yesodas of uh, the, the foundations of the concepts of muksa, to go through all of the world of muksa. Well, muksa is one of the largest sugyas in Mesechta Shabbos. Uh, you saw a little bit in the uh, third parak. You see, you saw a little bit at the end of the second parak, where you didn't see that yet. You see, you'll see, you saw some of it in the fourth parak. You will see it again. There's a whole parak about it. There's other prokim about it. So the muksa is one of the more ubiquitous sugyas. In, in, in the Masechta. Um, and a large amount of Masechta's Beya has to do with, with Muksa. So in Masechta's Beya, there's a Rashi over there that Rashi seems to understand that you sort of, the din of Muksa is based on a Pusik, based on a Pusik. So Muksa is the rice. And there's also Mashmos of a Gemara like that, the more in Psochim, in this end, uh, towards the end of the third parak, the more in Psochim seems to be the Mashma that Muksa is the rice. Now many Rishonim say it's Labdaka, meaning that it's an Asmachta. But that, that's clear, though, the person can point out that that's more is referring to the Isser is, of eating Muksa or using Muksa. When you're talking about Muksa being the rice, so that's talking about the Isser of Hishtamshus, the Isser of Achila. The Isser of Tiltal is, is clearly a Drabana. Um, why is it significant that it's, that it's, that it's, a, it's a Drabana with an Asmachta? So, because there's a Tosis Yeshonim in Masechtis Beya and Gimel Mabez, which the Mashah also quotes over there, that the more over there seems to say when you deal with a question of something with the Suffolk, this is the Gabi again, the Gabi Echila, case of the Suffolk of a Beya, which is Rimuksa, mixes it, it other Beyas, so Suffolk Mukha, you have a case with the Suffolk, so Suffolk of should be the Kula. But a which has an Asmachta, we deal with like a subject of Raisa, and therefore the subject of Rabbanon is not Lakula. And Mr. Primagodim, in his Hakdama to Erechayim, when he talks about the different gradations of Isurim, he talks about the Raisa, etc. One of the gradations says, in between the Rabbanon and the Raisa, is the Rabbanon which has an Asmachta. And the Rabbanon which has an Asmachta, we deal with the Rabbanon with an Asmachta like a subject, like a in the sense of a subject of Rabbanon with an Asmachta, we deal with Lakula, not Lakula. Not like by regular Rabbanon. Just want to clarify that one point. That the two ty- there are two types of asmachtas. There's a Ritzvah and Makis. The Ritzvah and Makis point out there are two types of asmachtas. There's what's known as an asmachta gemura. Um, and that is what's called an asmachta ba'alma. And the more someone uses the phrase asmachta ba'alma. The asmachta gemura means, for example, the post over here says, You should prepare, from before Shabbos, you should prepare everything to use. Now, the Pasuk wasn't say explicitly this is the Muksa, but the Pasuk basically is indicating that whatever is to be used on Shabbos has to have a state of Hachon. So it's not Behedja, but it's clearly that the, the Pasuk is definitely hinting to this direction. So the Chazal basically came along and picked up the, the hint of the Torah and made the Durabonon. So since the, the Chazal are making their Durabonon based on the hint of the Torah, we deal with it Luchumra. That's called an Asmachta Gemurah. In some cases, when Chazal basically, you know, had a concept, they made it, made it, it is it their abundant? They found like a place where you can sort of like stick it, hang, hang their hat on, that type of thing. That's an asmachta baum, and that would not have this chumra of a suffix chumra. Okay, so we, it comes to the Isra of Achila, the Isra of Ishtamshis, where it's much more chumra, but most of, most of the discussions you're having throughout Masechta Shabbos, you know, whenever you think of muksa, you're thinking of muksa in the terms of moving muksa, tiltal muksa. That, that's always a discussion which comes up. In the Shabbos, are you allowed to move this item? Not allowed to move this item, etc. Um, but the, 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 even when it comes to this tiltal, the side of the, the, of the concept of muktzah is built around this pasuk 
that items for the purpose of Shabbos have to be in a state of mukhan, they have to be in a state of being prepared from beforehand, being designated for usage, being roy for usage, as opposed to an item which is not really roy for usage, it's not designated for usage, it's not mukhan, it's not ready to be used in Shabbos. And this is based on the the cheshivas of, of Shabbos. The Shabbos is such a cheshivah thing that you only use on Shabbos things which are ready to be used for Shabbos. They've been designated beforehand, that they're they're set aside in a certain sense, prepared for uses on Shabbos. So that's the, the, your muchan versus your muksa. Um, there is, is Gomorrahs who seem to indicate other reasons for muksa. You'll get, you'll, 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 uh, there's a Gomorrah in Bay and Tesvab, it's a Gomorrah in Kukuchav Dala later on. The Gomorrah says that Tiltal has to do with Hitzor. Uh, and the Raman, the reading of Hilchus Muksa, so the Raman says there's a different reason why Chazal made Muksa. And the Raman comes up with his own reason, which the more doesn't say. He says, you know, listen, if you're supposed to walk differently on Shabbos, you're supposed to talk differently on Shabbos, so obviously you're supposed to use items differently on Shabbos than during the weekday. That's the Raman who's come up with this, come, this reason for Muksa, it's like his own reason. Um, and he says also the reason why Chazal asked it, because this way a person will come to do Klishim Lachalisser. Okay, that makes sense to us. Don't move pencils, because you might, if you're moving pencils, you might start writing with pencils. But the Ravid says, the Gemara says, the reason why Muk says also is because, you, because of what it saw. Okay? So, um, so we're, I'm telling you it's because of the Pasuk of Behechinu. So if you tell me, it's, you, if you tell me that it's the Rabbanon, so it means like, the reason why Chazam made the Yisr is because of it saw. The Pasuk that they hung it on to was Behechinu. That's a little bit funny, you know, what, what exactly is happening. Also, there's a Gemara. The Gemara says that the Chazal Asad Muksa, there's a Gemara later on. Or, uh, I don't know, do we do, do, we do Kovach Hebron? No, no, we will. We will. Okay. So there's a Gemara later on. The Gemara says that, that Isra Muksa was Xerah was made by Nechemia. The Gemara says that time in Nechemia, beginning, beginning of Bayashani, they saw the Christ that was not keeping Shabbos properly. They were running from the Shabbos. And Chazal said the best way to, to, get, to reinstate persons keeping Shabbos properly was to limit what people could do on Shabbos very much. Through Muksa. And once you do that, so basically they'll focus in on doing, doing the things that they get allowed to do. And eventually, they, the more says that was called Xeris Kalim. And they were, they, they answered almost everything. Then they went back and they mounted a little more, and mounted a little more, and mounted a little more, and mounted a little more, etc. So um, it was, <coughs> it was, so that wasn't because of what it saw. The reason why they made it, it's it Slamish more is back to back to more. It's one's Kufchav Dalit. What's the problem? Is it because of its or Is it because of Zeris Nechemia that uh, that Chazal were worried about people being Mechal Shabbos? So which one is it? So the Shulchan Aruch Rav points out that Ekemor is referring to Kalim. So there are, there is Muksa, which is in the world of things which are non-Kalim, or Muksa Machas, Gufay, etc. That existed way before Nechemia. He says, I'll bring you a Raya. I don't know, you probably you, you skipped the, the, the Gadot and Zaman Malikim. Right. The more says the story, Dabi Melch was Nifter on Shabbos. So Dabi Melch's mace is, it's basically the same thing where you have in the third parish. So the mace is sitting there on Shabbos, Dabi Melch. And Shabbat comes and comes and what's the, what can I do to move my father? Because he's Muksa. Muksa, Muksa was created by the Chakaya, the more says, which was 400 years later. So clearly there was, there was Dini Muksa, Bisman Shlomo Melch. Shlomo Melch already, the time of Shlomo Melch. So there was a mux in place that was of a mace. That's a mux machmas gufa. It has no it has no usage at all for shabbos. Then there was kalim. Kalim was a different din, and that was in the time of the chen. Kalim 
part of the way Kayla, what, what it does is the less things you're holding in your hands, the less things you can carry. The less things you can carry outside. So the, the concern of saw is less the less things you have in your hands. So the Raman says that, you know, that, that there, there are other reasons why they made the original Takana of Muksa, right? The, the issue with the mace wasn't because of because of There was other reasons why Chazal asked that stones that wasn't then there was another Xera of the, of the time of Nehemia which he maybe binds into the Isra of Hitzor. Um There's a hazard from Hirsch in Chorev on Muksa, which is an awesome hazard. It takes a little while to explain it, so I'm not going to not going to say it over. It's, it's a mar If you want to look at a piece in in, in Chorev and, and Muksa. He, how Muksa connects to the Malach of Hitzor, he says a beautiful Hezber. Uh, uh, time to look at it. It's worth, worth, worth your time. Okay. So, Chazal made this Isser, Isser of Muksa, and the Isser, Isser, the, the, the Isser of Muksa is really the, the contrast to Muchan versus Muksa. It has to be prepared before Shabbos as opposed to not being prepared before Shabbos. And you want to now on Shabbos take someone who wasn't prepared before Shabbos and use it as, excuse me, you know, for a very hush of a meal, you designate everything beforehand. You know, the, the, you're having a, a state dinner. They prepare all of the, the items beforehand. They don't run out in the last minute and get something right in the middle of the meal. That's not how you, that's not how you have a state dinner. So Shabbos is a, is a state dinner. You don't run out in the last minute in the middle of the thing and start getting other things. Whatever you prepare beforehand is prepared. Whatever you didn't prepare, prepare beforehand is too late to prepare. And that's the concept called If before Shabbos it was not prepared, was not designated. That's it. Well, in the middle of Shabbos, well, I changed my mind. I wanted to make it prepared. It's too late. I'm sorry. It's too late. You can't make it prepared on Shabbos. And that's Rabbi Huda's shita that once something is muks at the beginning of Shabbos, so it's muks, it remains muks for all of Shabbos. Midas Gitzah Ben the luck is it has to be muks of the whole Ben to have this problem. Because since Ben is a suffix, you know, I'm dealing with Nisadur so if any time during the Ben period this item now is really fit to use it, it, it doesn't have a, a muksa status any time, let's say, you, let's say for argument's sake, we'll say Ben is, is, uh, um, is 40, 50 minutes long. Right? is in America, Ben last 50 minutes. So from sunset until 50 minutes later is Ben So if any time during that 50 minute period this item was right to use, so at the beginning of Shabbos, it was right to use. So it's, it, be, it may be used the rest of Shabbos. If it was muksa, the, the whole 50-minute period, it was not really right to use. It was not it was not mukhan, it was muksa. Then it remains muksa the rest of Shabbos. Even later on, later on in Shabbos, the issue falls off. Now, there is a, a concept of muksa. Something can become muksa in the middle of Shabbos. You have, let's say you have a kli, which is... Uh, it's mukhan to use, etc. You want to use a kli. It breaks in Shabbos in such a way that uh, there's no usage for it anymore. It's, so it's, it's useless. So now it becomes like, like Eitzim and Avana. It becomes a muksa in the middle of Shabbos. But there's a Gemur in Bay, and the Gemur says, Ain muksa l'chatsi Shabbos. What does Ain muksa l'chatsi Shabbos mean? It doesn't mean it can't become muksa in Shabbos. It could become muksa in Shabbos. But the more it means over there is, let's say later on in Shabbos, you know, something happened, the wind came, like, you know, and put the pieces back together again, and now you have a functioning kli. So now you can use it. Well, I it was it was not usable at one point in time. That issue of once it's, not, it's unusable, it remains unusable the rest of Shabbos. That only applies to beginning by Benish Moshes. So Benish Moshes, it was not usable later on. It becomes usable. It still remains uh, muksa. There's something in the beginning of Shabbos that was usable. 
the middle of Shabbos it became in a way that it was not usable, and therefore it became mux in the middle of Shabbos. If later on that problem is resolved, and now it is usable again, it's not, hey, it's not mux anymore. It doesn't remain mux for the rest of Shabbos in the case of, and that's the one means ain't mux of the Shabbos. So we have this concept over here called Migris Yisrael Ben Hashmoshes Yisrael Kulayim. There's a Gemara later on, all the way to the end of the Masech, but the Gemara says we pass them like the Rishim and the Shabbos. Regardless of Muxa. But we don't pass like the Rishim and the Gabi Migris Kutsoi. We pass like the Behuda, that there is a Dinah Migris Kutsoi. We have it over here in the parak. It's because it's the Rishim and the Behuda. The Rishim doesn't hold a Migris Kutsoi. The Behuda does hold a Migris Kutsoi. We pass like a Behuda. Migris Kutsoi, the Ben Shmash, it's Kutsoi the Kubiyah. But once it's Muxa getting a Shabbos, it remains Muxa the rest of Shabbos. Okay, now, even in Rav Shimon, the Gemara says, even in Rav Shimon, the Rav Shimon doesn't hold Migos Katsoi. It's not that he doesn't hold Migos Katsoi. He says that he's Yashiv Matzapa. means, as far as Rav Shimon is concerned, at the beginning of Shabbos, it is Mukhan for Shabbos use, because I'm sitting and waiting for when it's going to go out and planning already from before Shabbos to use it for that moment. So as far as I'm concerned, if there is an element of Hachana already at the beginning of Shabbos, I'm planning on using it three hours from now when the nair goes out. So I'm planning to use the, the oil lamp three hours from now when the nair, when it goes out. I'm planning to use it to hold cherries. I have it planned out already from the beginning of Shabbos. So it's cold. It's, it's mukhan from Ere Shabbos already. I'm in a case where it's something which is a large amount. I don't expect it to go out on Shabbos. So he has no plans to use it on Shabbos. See, even if Shemit is moida over there, there's a dinner me good soy. And since it wasn't mukhan from Ere Shabbos because he totally was Messiah das from it, I'm not going to see this thing again the rest of Shabbos. And if it does, so even so that more says even if it ends up going out, and it really should be usable on Shabbos, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, even if Shimon agree that's that's going to be more, remain muktzah. So if Shimon does agree to make this katsoi, but he holds that the idea of Yosha from takes away these katsoi. It's not really muktzah because I'm planning on using it later on. Um, even according to Shimon, the more says if you have gurgers with smukin. Where you were dachy be dying, so the person not only did he, um, it was it mux the beginning of Shabbos and was unusable because gregers and sukkim are, are inedible while they're in the process of, of converting from grapes into raisins. They become inedible, so they're not roy at that point in time for anything. They're not a food. They're not a kli. They're not. They're nothing. They're mamash muksa. But over here, the person intentionally did it. He was dachy be dying. So even it comes out and he mamash set it aside up on the roof to dry out. Now it turns out that they got they dried out more quickly than they anticipated, and now it's the middle of Shabbos and they're usable. So she says you can't use it. Since at the beginning of Shabbos you were dachim you totally set it aside for on other use for, to be non-used, not Shabbos, not relevant for Shabbos. It becomes muksa and remains muksa the rest of Shabbos. So it means here again we see Rishim agrees to this case idea of migudis katsoi. Since as far as his mind it was totally pushed out of his mind, it cannot become usable again on Shabbos. Because it wasn't Muchan from Arab Shabbos. So Shimon agrees that you need Muchan from Arab Shabbos. Rav Shimon's argument is that he, the way he, the, the, what he defines as Muchan and ready to use is different than Rabbi Yehudas. So the argument in Rabbi Yehudas and Shimon is not whether they agree to the idea of Muchan, don't agree to the idea of Muchan. Versus Rav Shimon, less they Muksa. That's not true. Rav Shimon does agree to Muksa. We just gave you two examples. We gave you an example of the, the case of the, the Kais Vashashis. We gave you an example of Gergas at Smukit. Right, we'll see later on. The more says Rav Shimon is moited to Klishe, Kis. So there are clearly cases where Rav Shimon does agree to. Rav Shimon's point is, 
anything which a person normally would potentially think about being ready to use is called mukhan. It means the average state of an item is mukhan unless you make it non-mukhan. Rehuda goes the other way around. The average state of an item is non-mukhan unless you make it mukhan. So Rav Shimon says, Rav Shimon's point is always in the back of your mind. You're always saying, well, I might need this for something. Okay, I have it in mind, just in case. Except for these type of things where it's clearly not like that. Because he's not going It's so much, he doesn't anticipate this near going out, etc. But in a case where it's, um, see, he takes, like, like, he takes his, his uh, hides and puts them down into the store. He might need them for something else. So Rav Shimon says, yeah, you're not, you're not, you, you have them back in your mind. I might need them to sit on. So they're not muksa. Rav says, well, you put them in the store. So you put them in the store. Not, you, you, put out, that, that. you need an, a positive act to make them mukhan. In the store, they're not mukhan. You're planning to use them for business. You can't use them on Shabbos. Well, I mean, you might just need them on Shabbos. So I have, I have a Talos store in my basement. Um, and I realized that my Shabbos morning, I forgot my Talos. Uh, my, my, I sent my towels to the cleaners, so I, I want to go downstairs to the basement, take out the towels off the rack, and, uh, and put it on. So it's up to Behuda, you can't. Because you, you made a business, that, that's for business. Because it's up to Shimon, of course you could, because the back of your mind, you say, just in case, I need a towel, I'll have a whole towel store in my basement, just in case. So in the back of my mind, I always have it being mukhan, just in case it's ready, ready for usage. So a case of what muksa machmas oitzer, something you put away for the purpose of, of business, so according to Yehuda is Muksa, according to Shimon is not Muksa. We pass like a Shimon. Muksimachas Mias. So the, the issue over here is, you know, it, it, there's elements of Mias, and people don't like using it. So Yehuda says, no, it's not Muksa. Shimon says, yeah, but in the back of your mind, you say, just in case I need it, I'll, I'm going to use it. So Muksimachas Mias, we pass like a Shimon. Nyla. So there are two types of Nyland. We pass like Rosh by Nyland, but even Rosh is murdered by Nyland Gomer. Again, Rosh agrees you have to have something which is Muchan from before Shabbos. It has to be ready to use it before Shabbos. So an item which is Maklal, not here. And only Erish develops in the middle of Shabbos. So Rosh said you can't use it. It wasn't Muchan from before Shabbos. That's called Nyland Gomer. But something which is here, but it's changed its state in the middle of Shabbos. Right? So it was a Nyland. It changed. So the Moshe. So you had a cleave at the beginning of Shabbos, and the cleave was had function X. Middle of Shabbos, it broke, and you can't use it for function X anymore. You can use it for fun- function Y. So it changed. It's like a new thing. The, the old cleave is gone. You have a new cleave, but it's not really gone. I mean, it was here the whole time. It's just changing. So that's, not a, that's called a noyla, which is not another gummer. We passed it from Shimon. That's not mux. So you you don't need that. It, it's maintaining its original usage as long as it's ma'ain malacha. It has some usage. So it's more. Now, let's say it has no usage at all. So, so it's a different problem. It's like stones and, and, and wood. But if a cleave breaks in the middle of Shabbos and now it has a different function, so it's still not muksa, according to Shimon, because you had in the back of your mind, you know, listen, I'm, I can always use it for something else just in case. That's all part of Shimon's back of the mind. But another gummer, which all of a sudden just develops in the middle of Shabbos, this thing comes out of nowhere, so that is going to be a problem, even according to Shimon. Um, In these cases, we go like a Shimon. Now, this is by Shabbos. There's a Mechlechus between the Bayamtif, the Mechlechus in the Mechaber, and uh, the Ramoa. What, what's Bayamtif? The Shokhanar passes the Bayamtif, passes like a Behuda. Why is that? The more says in Beya that since Yamtiv is more Kuladik, the people tend to maybe just be more lax in Yamtiv because uh, uh, it's a lot of cook, etc. So Chazal felt a need 
to strengthen certain areas of Yamtiv just to protect Yamtiv. So they said, you know what, Muks and Shabbos is Mutter, like of Shimon, and Yamtiv is also like your Yehuda. So Yamtiv is going to end up being more calmer than Shabbos when it comes to Nailat. Um, so it's Negeya, you, um, you finish eating your meal, so uh, you have your chicken bones left, so, so, but you can use the chicken bones to feed to your, to your animal, or you have bones which you feed to your animal. That's Nailat. It wasn't, that wasn't its function at the beginning of Shabbos. The beginning of Shabbos was to be part of your steak. Now, you want to change it to the beginning of Yom. Now you want to change it to be a bone for your dog. So Shimon says, The says, No way. That's a nylon. So on Shabbos, you can get away with that. But on Yom, according to Machabi, you can't get away with that. It's going to be muksa. And that's, a, that's one of the examples which you know, is very negay, is, you know the, the person. So calls one. There's 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 still a little bit of meat left on the chicken. You're, you're, you didn't consume it totally. So you don't have a muksa because there's still some chicken there. So it's still you know roy agav the the, the, the edible flesh f- flesh which is there. But what, if you totally you know like a good like a good boy like your mother tell you eat to everything you know don't leave anything over on your plate. So all you have left is just the bones. You have a muksa problem on your plate. And how to solve the problem? Uh, we'll, we'll get to a different time. Now. If Shimon does agree to certain types of muksi, we pass like we're books by Shimon Bashabis. And even furthermore, even with Gabimigodis Katsoi, the Gemara says that Bashas Hatchak, we, we, we rely on Shimon also. So it's important to know, even though we pass like a Behuda by Migodis Katsoi, it's important to know where Shimon draws the line of Migodis Katsoi also, because if Shas Hatchak, the Gemara says, we're Samech on Shimon. But even if Shimon says, Gregor Smukim is no good, even if Shimon says, and their Gadol is no good. Even if Shimon has a place where Migdal is a problem. But the places where you have a Makhlaikah is between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon. So, Bishasatkak, you could be Samech on Rabbi Shimon, the Gemara says. We pass them like that in Allah. We pass the Rabbi Huda, Migdal Tetzoy, Bishasatkak, you can be Samech on Rabbi Shimon. That's also the case where you have, you have a Makhlaikah, whether this goes into Migdal Tetzoy or not. So, you have, there's another Tzadhet, because the Shimon Bishasatkak is, is so. Knowing what Rishimin's position in Migdus Hatsoy is is significant, even though we don't, we don't pass him like that. Um, Rishimin is moida by certain types of muksa. Number one, muksa machmas gufa. Stones, um, sticks, anything which is not a kli, anything which is, is not its primary function, this, this state is for usage of a human being. It's not, it's not functional, so it's muksa. So mace is, is considered muksa. Chazal, interestingly enough, Chazal came along and said money is muksa. Many, many, many Rishonim already say money is muksa, machmas kufa. What do you mean? Money is functional. So they say, but since the money is not, the, the, the you don't the money is a way to represent the value. It itself is not the item. So they that they, they call it, it's not considered a kli. Now now the gabi certain Allah's money is considered a kli. The gabi the places it talks about in regards to kalipin. Well, the Gabi Shabbos, many Rishonim deal with money, but that's not a kli. So that goes at the mukham, mukham level of muksa, which Rishimah is mother to muksa machmas kufa. Muksa machmas chasorin kis. Um, no, before I get to that, balichaim. So the Chazal say balichaim. Balichaim are dealt with as muksa, but not a kli. Um, so they have a din of their muksa machmas kufa. There's a big discussion amongst the Pisces. What about pets? So, you know, well, pet. Does have a function? Pet's function is to make me happy, you know, to me to play with. You know, it has it's functional, or or, or the person at least some person talk about, it, but maybe a pet not. They say the pet, but most places say pets are a problem. What about an aquarium? So this 
fish over here is it's a painting on the wall. The function of the fish is not to be a fish. The function of the fish is to be a decoration for my house. A nice, beautiful, tropical fish, you know, flapping back and forth. So it's, it has a function now. Does that change its status? So there's, there's a Morocco Zerua, which is one of the late Rishadim from the Baal Yatosis. was the son of the Zerua. His name was Reiner of Khamer The Zerua was a Bishra. The was one of the last Baal Yatosis. lived in Vienna, actually. He was the Talmud of the, of, of the Marami Rittenberg. Um, his son, Morocco Zerua, holds it's not Muxa. Yeah, and uh, the, the Ikripsak is that it still is a problem, but there are many persons which, you know, if it comes out to the mice, the case of the question of loss of money, is it you have to catch the fish because the water is... Uh, there's cases where you yeah, ask the Shalach Lamaisa because there may be cases where you can make a Halach Lamaisa. Well, they are I think they said that they are Moksa still. Why is it not considered a Yichud or a pet? You're using them all week long as, as your toy or... or it's Chazal came along and said that, you know, Bali Sayyim... You know, Chazal had a Madreya called Bali Chaim which they gave it a bit of Moksa. It's a Pasha, Yichud doesn't work. I mean, that's, you know, again, that's the Mokhlaikas. So what's that? Um, so there's two types of chesarinkis. Two types of and when you discuss muksumachos chesarinkis, which Shimon is moited to, there's two ways to discuss. Number one. So I have a very valuable kiddush cup. It's made out of gold, and I make kiddush on every single shot. I would never let use it to, at least for anything else but kiddush. So it's a max, it's from, because of Chazar and Kiss, I refuse to use it as a doorstop, as a paperweight, as to, to use it to drink soda in the middle of the meal. I only use it, it has diamonds in it and it has gold. It's Chazar and Kiss, it's worth millions of dollars. Yeah, but it's functional, for Kiddush. Like, what's the problem? So I was miyachet to use for Kiddush on Shabbos. It's Chazar and Kiss, but its function is to use for Shabbos, for Kiddush. So how can be muksa? So it can't be muksa. So the Shulchan Aruch says that means the following. We start with a cliche Its primary function is something which is prohibited to use in Shabbos. I have a very expensive, I'm a photographer, and I have a very expensive, delicate type of camera which I use. It very, very, uh, I, I work in, in, in uh, photograph. My field of photography is taking pictures uh, in, uh, under the microscope. So I have this very expensive camera which works with a microscope. It's worth $50,000. You know, I'll take pictures in Shabbos. That's a form of kosher. And I will not use it for anything else but that. So it's not, it's not muchan anymore. Because its primary function I cannot do. Everything else I refuse to do. So I was maxed it, but you're dying. That's what the, that's what kosher in case. Because I've, so I've, I've basically, so if, but if the primary function is something which is muchan to do on Shabbos, it can't be muchan. Person eating the silos elsewhere, he's not making kiddush on that, with that cup. Would it then be mukta? No, because primary function is klishem It's a klishem Says every kiss. says starts with klishem which means the one function which I'm willing to do with it, I cannot do with it, and everything else I refuse to do with it. So then it's not mukha. It's muksa. I set it aside. But if its primary function is something which I'm, I is something which I, I can do so. I, this is the thing which is said, is, which is mukham to use in Shabbos. Very, it's very posh of what he's saying. Um, that's one type of chesaron kiss. Rabbi's using very large numbers to lose the value of these things. 
Okay, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line is a different question. It's more based on your kavana of would you use for other things or not. It could be yes, like 100%. Kavana. I just gave an example, right. So the Moore's example is that uh, we put that in Allah, a sack and shoshkita. You can't check on shots. And it's, you know, I don't want to use it for anything else because I use it for something else. It gets a pagamon, it gets a pagamon, I have to, to, to take it out. You can't check with any pagamon in it. And it's a whole asic to, to do it. So I'm not going to use it for anything else. Uh, Ismael Shal Mila, the Mila night. You know, so now that's interesting to shout because Mila is Mutter on Shabbos. Why? But the Mice, we deal with it in Ismael Shal Mila, that it's considered a which is interesting then because it means till the Mila time you can't move it. Shabbos the Mila, you're allowed to move it. You have to put it there before Shabbos. Shabbos, why? And you're allowed to make Mila on Shabbos. Mila is Batsam Usher on Shabbos. There's a special dinner. Mila Shmini is Doicha Shabbos. What? So you're allowed, oh, so that's a fake. That's a big mechayik. over there in, in Yeridea, in Seminary Samavov. You may give me the title that calls on you have it in your hand, and you can put it down right away. That's a discussion which we'll, we'll, we'll get to hopefully. Um, I'm not sure this time. At some other point in time. Anyway, but concerning kids, there's those type of things. So again, the primary function is something which I cannot do, and other functions I don't want to do. I don't want to use my camera as a doorstop. It's not a good idea. I don't want to use it as a paperweight. I only want to use it for taking pictures. I don't want to use it for anything else. So it's not going to. It becomes mux. Now there is a second type of muksa which goes along. along the, there's two other types really which go along these lines. One is let's say something which is really it's, it's but I'm a yachin mokin for it. I have a picture I put it on the wall, and you know I'm not the type of person who rearranges my house every single day. That picture is going to stay on the wall for the next fifty years. So it's basically maxedas from any type of usage for the picture. There's nothing wrong with moving a picture on job. It's not not attached to the wall. Just hang on a hang on a, on a nail. Pick it up, move it somewhere else. It's not moksa. There's nothing wrong with moving a picture, right? But I'm not going to do it. I just I'm totally I totally remove it from my thought process of planning to do anything with it. So Chazanish holds that that's shot in the Gemara. There's something called moksa miyachin mokim, and it will moksa also. Now the person disagree with him. Say that that's not it's not like shukran karab. Others say it's not kishim lataliser. It's not a problem. So that's moksa uh, called me of yichud mokim. There's a third type of an idea which is similar. We know that a klisha malata lister is mutter. You know, you, you know, not the mechadesh to you. It's mutter to move it with sarakufai and the tarak mechadesh. Sarakufai means I have another usage. I have a hammer, so I hammer. The primary function of a hammer is to, to bang nails in. Banging nails in is some form of boina. Banging so it's either boina. If it's in a house, it's boina. If it's in a kli, it's either boina or it's makarpatish. However, you understand. And uh, that's its primary function. I want to use it to, to, to break open some nuts. So that's called sarakuf. I need the hammer to break open a nut. A lot to do that. Let's say um, I need the spot where the hammer is because I need the chair sitting on the chair. I need the, I forgot to left it right before Shabbos, right before sukkah. I was building my sukkah, left the hammer there. It's sitting there right on the, the you know smack where I'm planning to sit down. So I'm allowed to pick the hammer up and sarakuf makayma. Comes along the Balamor, and the Balamor says, What about if I have a Kli which has no other function? Naturally, just has no other function other than its Isser. It's Kli Shemnat and there's nothing else you can do with it. Just practically, there's nothing else you can do with it. Right? So, there's nothing else you can do with it. He holds that it comes Muksa Gomer. And you cannot move it even with Tarak Makamer. Again, what's the Lumbus? Because its primary function you cannot do. And there's other functions. So it becomes totally muksa. It becomes totally unfunctional for Shabbos. Totally out of your mind. So it's totally out of your mind. That's a muksa. That becomes like the level of muksa of chasar and kiz, 
that it has no, that it's also even to move the Sarf Makar. Anything could be a doorstop or a paperweight. Good, so you can always argue, good, but again, but he, say, he discusses, you know, let's say, so I have a pencil. So a pencil really, it's not a very good paperweight because if any wind blowing, the, the papers blow off after a pencil. A doorstop, it doesn't really do too well either. There are little else you can do with a pencil. So some person said a pencil theoretically goes into this din of the Balamor. So the Mishabur does not bring this up in Balamor. It's not brought in Shokonor. It's not brought in the, it's not brought in the, in the, in the Mishabur. Ramosha was asked about it. And Ramosha says, he always sits in Balamor, so you should be chashish for it in the Chathila. But since the Mishabur doesn't bring it, you know, he says, the, price, you know, the, the, the person doesn't seem to bring it. So in case there's, any, there's a tzarek, you're allowed to be made on it. But, the, the, but definitely not, you know, the Chathila person should try and avoid those type of situations. So that's the what's called Muxamachos Sasarin case. And and the similar types of ideas, which is Yichud Mokum and the Balamor is Loch of the Balamor. This is Muxumachos Isser. So beginning of Shabbos, a person lit Neiris, beginning of Shabbos, Neiris, uh, the, the, the candlesticks are a Kaili. We paskin that a candle is a Kaili. And there's an example of the Balamor also, most, most, most Paiskin. A candle, a pair, a, a wax candle is considered a clean. It has a function. It's a functional thing. It's made to burn, right? So it has it has a function. as a clean. But what do you do with a candle besides besides burn it? Which is, so it's so you have a problem of the balamor. You have a not you have a non lit candle, right? So I want to, I have a box of candles sitting in a spot where I need, want to want to sit. It's a box of unlit candles, and I want to move the candles. All right. Person took out a bag of tea lights right before Shabbos and put down two tea lights and left the bag sitting there right in the, where you need it. So my lot of move it. It's a cliche. It's a cliche. Not the least. According to Balamor, there's nothing else you use the tea lights for but lighting something. So according um, to Balamor, it would be it would be a problem again. So if you need to, you, you have another eitzus. You would say on the other sheets that you're allowed to move it. Um, but if a person lit the candle, so there's an Isser involved, it's, you made it into the state of Isser. Right now, once the candle is lit, I'm not supposed to move it because it's going to cause it to flame to get smaller, flame to get larger. So I can't move the candle. So that's a case where Shimon is moida. That becomes Moksa. While it's in that state, at least it's Moksa. So Shimon agrees to that. And we pass the Kabihuda once it's Moksa at the beginning of Shabbos, it remains Moksa the rest of Shabbos. Um, the last area where Shimon is murdered, the more so he's murdered to bosses. Shimon is murdered to the den of bosses. So if I take an item which is muksa, a muksa that Shimon agrees to, obviously. So um, so I have my uh, camera, which is muksa, and I have my tripod, which um, is supporting my camera. So the bus, the tripod is, becomes a bosses, and I can't use a tripod for something else right now. Uh, I decide to put it on a place to store it, to hold it there. It could become a bosses. The halachas of bosses we see over here in the Gemara that there are there are a lot of halachas in Hilchus bosses. The, the main din of bosses is that person put it there intentionally to be there. It should be there on Shabbos, and he feel he put it there because he feels that's a, that's a place where it's supposed to be. So we pass and let's say raw meat is muksa. Um, person in his freezer sticks into his freezer. He sticks his he has his chalas, throws some chalas, and he has raw meat. And he, you know, he's busy on Shabbos and says, oh, you know, need to get this thing. He pulls out the raw meat, sticks it on top of the chalas, gets the thing that he needs, walks away, leaves, leaves the, the door, shuts the freezer, comes Shabbos morning, take out the chala. There's, can't get it because there's this big piece of meat on top of it. And he can't, he's not able to pull it out. He needs, the only thing he can get is by pulling off the meat to get the thing of meat. It's mo, mo, raw meat is muxamachos gufa. Um, 
can't cook it on Shabbos, can't eat it raw, we, we, we're, we're in buying that meat is considered muksa. Um, but you didn't really say, you know, the, the best place in the world to put my meat is uh, that these college functions should be to support meat. You, you found that an available spot to stick it, you're stuck at this. Rabbi Thomas says that your goal wasn't to make the, the chalas the buses for the meat. That's not a buses. Because if it is a buses, he says, forget about whether you can move the meat, the chalas become muksa. He says, even if you want to pull the chal out from beneath it, which you'd be allowed to do, only if it's not muksa, if the chal is not muksa. But if, if it became a boss, you can't, the chal become muksa. No, the chal is not muksa. The chal aren't there to support the meat. That wasn't why you put it there. Right? But if a person says, you know, I need to store some meat, and the best place to store meat is on top of the chal because it's nice and soft, etc., you decide to put it there so the chal should be functioning. That's where you want to put it. The dafka, then it will become a boss. So buses is it does have limitations. Now buses it gets the same level of iser as the item which it's supporting. So if it's supporting it's something which is Let's say you have your you have a buses to a So at there's a machlokes in the whether the list or creates buses at all. Machlokes placing whether it's a didn't buses but But even if it does. At best, it, at worst, it becomes a bosses with a hatter of a sarakuf of the sarf makayma. It's not more chamer than the, the muks on top of it. The logic of bosses, it becomes, it becomes secondary and toppled to the muksa. So it's the same as the muksa. Okay, but the muksa itself is much of the sarakuf of the sarf makayma. So if I need to use the item, again, so if I need to use the place, I need to use the item, I'd be allowed to use it. So somebody asked me, you know, Tfilin, so he left his Tfilin on his standard. So he wants to know what's the problem, problem of muksa now to move the shender, use the shender, etc. So I said, first of all, there's, there's three stutter over here. Number one, there's machlekes in Allah whether children have a dinner klishim not to the or they have a dinner klishim not to the Okay, that's number one. Do we give since it's kisvei kodesh we don't give kisvei kodesh a dinner muksa? So maybe we don't give children a dinner muksa. Period. Even if we do, it's a klishim not to listen. So we have a shayla with klishim not to listen created in bosses. I understand it. Even in the case of the buses on the shender, at worst, it's, it's, it's what to the tarkov of the tarkov makayma. So if you need to use the shender, you can use the shender. Now the Mishnah points out that klishim l'atol leiser, which is what to the tarkov of the tarkov makayma, it's only if you don't have another option. Really. If you have another chair you could use, so you should use the other chair. And that's based on more later on in Kolakelim, which even, even klishim l'atol leheter, Chazal said if you have a way, if you don't really need to do it, you shouldn't be using it. So kalvo chamer klishim l'atol leiser. So again, so I have another standard available, so I'd say use other standard. If I, I need the daven, this is my spot, and the only thing available is, you know, is this, uh, this, t- this table to use. That's, I want to use the table. So again, the table, putting the table on the table is not a problem. That's not tilted. If I, want to, if I want to move the table to be able to get up and down, and I can't do that without moving the tefillin also, you'd be allowed to move the table without a problem. That's not a problem. Um, Chazal came along and said certain things. We talk about the, the idea of hakpada. So Chazal came along and said certain things which Chazal saw as the levels of hakpada. That changes according to the generation. So, Bizman Chazal, raw eggs were considered something people use. Nowadays, raw eggs are something people don't use. Um, raw meat, some Chazal said, is, is Roy nowadays, maybe raw meat is not Roy. 
the person spoke about paper, you know, if you go back to generations, person talk about the papers are expensive. So many persons say nowadays paper is it's a clique, it's made for writing, it has a function. It's not it's not Muslim kiss. So these items can change from from um, um, I have a lot more to say. Um, I think maybe what we'll do is, from regards to what you've learned, um, I think we touch on the majority of the, the, the sugyas that you've learned. Uh, regards, there are definitely a lot of other areas of muksa which you have not learned yet. So I think maybe we'll leave it for a different time when by then you've learned some of the Gemaras, and then it'll be, be more familiar. Okay.